0: not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.
1: This is the In This League Fantasy Podcast Network. In This League Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Online at InThisLeague.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Interact and follow the show on Twitter at InThisLeaguePod. Now, here's your hosts, Bogman and the Welsh. Welcome, friends, to the in this League Fantasy Baseball podcast with your favorites. It's Bogman, it's Welsh, it is ITL. And today, we got a big dog for you ranks analysis. We are going to take Yahoo, we're going to take ESPN, fan tracks, fantasy pros. We're going to pit them all against each other. We're going to tell you all the trends, where you can get the values, what you can take advantage of on each site. It is one of the best episodes we do. I promise you that this episode of In This League is supported by your balls. Your nuts called us. They went, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Uh, Hello, In This League, we've got a problem. And Bogman said, don't worry, we're coming to your rescue. Your balls need help, and Manscape has got your back, and ITL has got your back. Promo code ITLMLB is going to get you twenty percent off and free shipping to get the most trusted men shaver in all of the land, trusted by over two hundred million men worldwide. Make it like two million and another hundred. Let's do that. ITL, join the movement for all your below the waist grooming needs. Get the Lawnmower 3.0, which is a hilarious name still. It's a badass kit that you can get. Your balls will thank you. They literally called us and told us we can confirm. Do it today. I T L M L B is a promo code. Go to manscaped.com. Twenty percent off with free shipping. Go right now. Hello Bogman. How are your nuts? Uh, they're they're nice and smooth. I don't know. So. I'm good. I'm good. I was just. Uh, oh, you don't <laughs> no. want the play by play? You nope. don't want the weather report here? So no. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I'm good i uh, i I have imagination, and uh, I don't want to go there. I don't really really want to go there. We have had more a, dry than Texas is, so that's nice. You're like legit going too now. I hate it yeah. uh, that that I'm going to Texas well, like it's getting like you keep talking like you we didn't talk about it for six months because you had some you know very personal stuff going on in your life, but now you're kind of like every time we talk, you're like, Yeehaw, everybody! Hey, look at me! It's yep. Cowboy Bogman I'm going to ride some doggies. I'm gonna get on down to Texas. I'm gonna get some chewing That's tobacco. Me. I mean, there's still no official plan, and and it's that is how me... you call when you call me. That is what he goes. He goes, Welsh it's Bogman. Hey, he also tells me Texas that it's Florida? he when he calls. Know, he like says it's Bogman. You always say, "Hey, it's Bogman," because I wouldn't know because of your really good Texas voice. Do it again.
2: Yeah, we go to Texas, boy.
1: What, what are you going to do there in uh, Te- Tejas, Texas, Bogman? <laughs> eat a lot of water burger. I know that, and a barbecue. You're going to eat so. so much barbecue. You might have to have a bar. I mean, it's very tropey. so you should have barbecue podcast, but there's probably like 300 all oh. inside of. No
2: you know. thanks. I don't even cook that much either. But I tell you, who does though? Our boy Chad E is is coming up. You know, from uh, from Tucson to watch a game with us here. Yes. And. He's putting together, like, care packages, and he says to me, which which one of these smoked meats would you like? Uh-huh. So I'm going to have brisket Ooh. on the way uh, when we have that game, too. So I'm very excited. Yeah, we right actually now. have— what, When's
1: our new game now? Okay. Is it the same game? Did we switch days? I, what is it? I'm so stupid. Last week, I was like, we're going—this uh, this is dumb Welsh. Wee-haw! We're going to go to a game next week. I was like, we're going next week. We're not, we were never going next week. It was the week after. My times are all screwed up. So— they, uh, the spring training stuff is really wild still. they cancel, I, As you know, they canceled all games everywhere to just redo it. And it's limited capacity, like 20-something percent everywhere. Essentially 2,200 tickets to where we're going, Salt River Fields. So the tickets open up. I completely forget about the presale. 15 minutes left in the presale. I go, oh, crap. I go and I look. The game we were going to go to March 4th, already sold out except for Lon. Uh, little uh, tidbit... I'm not, uh, I'm not that much of mud people. I can't sit on the lawn. Can't do it. Oh, I would rather not go. I would oh. rather not go. And I know we have so many good friends that love lawn, and that's okay, but I'm civilized. They also love lamp. Yeah, I, I'm civilized, and I want a chair <laughs> that <laughs> potentially has a uh, blocking of sun and close to things. I would never sit on the lawn, except yeah, doing a podcast a with you.
2: Right,
0: yeah.
1: That is a little, that's our little elitist thing. Like, you can judge us. It's totally okay. If you, if you feel a little bit mad about that, I, it's fine. It's totally cool. So that game well, you can sit on the lawn,
2: but if you're sitting on the lawn, you have to admit to yourself you're there for the surroundings.
1: You're not there to watch. The game, you're not there to watch you know? the game. Like it's now if like when my kid was like three or four, I could justify going on the lawn with him. That would make sense. Yeah, but like kid, if I'm going right. with my buddies, like no, I want to watch baseball. I don't I don't need to get skin cancer and be passed out on the grass like that's OK. Yes. So that game was uh, completely sold out. I clicked on the Padres and Bogman. There were good seats, and I purchased four tickets. That is right, four tickets to the Padres Diamondbacks on March 2nd. That is next Tuesday, and we're uh, we actually going to have a mini ITL meetup. Two of our ITL listeners and friends, Chatty and Jag, and then our boy Scott Gamble is going to be there as well. So if uh, uh, I don't know. I was about to say, if you happen to be there, here's another note. 24 hours, all spring training tickets sold out for the Diamondbacks. And I yeah. think... The the others were sold before that, so I don't think there's anything available in spring training for anybody. So uh, if you happen to listen, all secondary market now. Yeah, <laughs> deal with that scum. If you want to deal with that, uh, cool. But if you happen to be at the game, you can hit us up, and we'll be sharing so, on social media. We have a game. So
2: did you get the tickets kind of midway between where I like them and you like them, or did you just get them
1: where you like them? You can't get them where I like them. You can't sit close to the oh, the, sta- the players. Oh no, no, this is this is peak Bogman seat. This is like. Back behind home plate with shading. This is Bogman. Bogman is all comfort. I am experience. Like that would be our, um, you know, how we ride Bogman. Yeah, I don't. Bogman's built for comfort. I I
2: don't think I'm all comfort. I like to sit behind the plate so I can kind of see where the ball is going, and because you just don't have the depth perception when you're sitting off to the side. So I think we like different things. You like more looking at the swing. I like. I'm more
1: like looking at the. Pitch. Well, I do too. That's why I like the Arizona Fall League more than anything else. Is because around. there are yeah. no seats. They're, they're like you can sit wherever you want. So I can get up. I can go sit right behind home plate. Then I can move. I like to move around. But if I have a choice, I want to be closest to the field. We just happen to. I agree with you. I don't like the like far side off seats. But sometimes I just like to sit close. But this is prime. We'll be sitting in the middle. We'll be sharing pictures one week from today that you are listening to this. We will be at Diamondbacks, Padres. Probably doing some, I'm going to probably do some like Periscope stuff, you know, do some live streaming. I'm taking the day off. I'm going down there early. Chad E with his care package, which he said uh, he's bringing me. I'm a little worried about this statement. He said some good old Tucson bourbon. And I was like, Tucson bourbon? Hmm. They make it in a toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Fermented for two years in a crack house. I don't know. So, uh, but hey. There's nothing better than a care package. There's nothing better than baseball. I'm in a fantastic mood because we are so close to it. Also, if you guys happen to miss it, Bogman and I both were on panels during PitchCon. Bogman on Thursday, me on Friday, uh, both had good ones. I was also part of, which I completely ruined, but nobody spilled the beans on it. I was part of the blind draft, which got, I watched some of the panel. It was pretty funny. Bogman, I don't know if you watched on Saturday night. I mean, Miles, who did all the editing, completely featured me on the podcast because <laughs> I had an absolute, just lose my mind about Dalton Var show. Just lost my mind about the uh, my dry, blind drafter took Dalton Var show in a points league in round like fourteen, and Ooh. the amount of catchers that were still on there, I was just like, I no. Well, I mean, it was a best ball, so I mean, he had some decent points about it, but. I was very heavily featured in it. Uh, I I made Nick shake his head because I cursed. I did ask if I could curse, and he was not happy about it, but everybody else pushed me to do it, so pre-pressure. I don't have to tell you. <laughs> and then if you guys want, uh, probably in the last 24 hours, I was on Fantasy Pros, Bogman. Fantasy Pros. You're making Pros. the rounds. I am making You're the rounds. You're all over the place. Mr. Joe Pizzapia had me on hour-long. It's video. It's on the podcast. We did the top 10, uh, I guess, breakouts of the year and some little mailbag. And Bogman didn't even know this, but he's on the Fantasy Pro schedule, I think, to come on. And he had no idea. I was like, hey, that's cool. You're going on Fantasy Pro soon. And he's like, what are you talking about? So yeah, that's I what mean, I was told. Uh, I, I, it's
2: fine. you know, Joe can kind of just have free range to sign me up for most things. So he didn't even fine. sign I you just, up. Someone else did. I don't know. Oh, someone else. Okay. Yeah, you well, just got signed I, I, up in demand. Yeah.
1: I have no idea, but uh, yeah, I'll be on at some point in the near future. You're kind of a big deal. So uh made my Fantasy Pros debut. You can catch me and Joe uh, on their YouTube. It, there's the video of it. Otherwise, you can just listen to the podcast. And uh, there's just so much going on, man. I, I can't. I literally can't believe we are a week away from going to see games. And I know the people that are like in snow or in Canada or something are just so upset and mad listening to it. Live vicariously through us. We will do, I'll, I'll do a walk around the ballpark with you. I'll, we'll do some Q&A. We'll have fun. We'll have so much fun with it. I mean, that- the people in Texas are more mad than the Canadians right now. You know? Why are they mad? Because of
2: all the snow they've been dealing
1: with. They have been, yeah. Yeah, well, g- good luck with that, Bugs. Go go, go get some yeah. snow. <laughs> go, go, snow, snow, snow for you. Yeah, Barbecue, snow. Uh, I mean, all, all this made me know is I got to get a generator. So I will definitely get one. That's a good point. friendos. if you guys want to support us, go to patreon.com slash ITL army. You guys can get our ranks top 300 redraft with positional and tiered, which is pretty cool. Got my top 500 prospects, got the dynasty. We've got the group me rooms, which are awesome. They've been so great lately, having so many great people doing some giveaway stuff, secret shows, access to leagues that we're, you know, if the listener leagues are going to start there, We'll probably be announcing maybe in the next episode, definitely not this one now that I realize it, uh, doing whatever the other leagues were going to do. And stuff like this sheet that we're going to be sharing today for ranks analysis. We are Bogman works very hard on this. This is something that has been his baby since we we kind of started this. And he's saying ta- I mean, like you and I used to always do the mocks together. You've kind of taken the reins on that. But this this is something that we birthed and you have you have been the mother to. You have cared for this and taken care of it and evolved it over time, that the idea— I mean,
2: this year, I I, I was pretty close to giving up on it. Yeah. So I was pretty close to saying, you know what? This is the one that's not going to survive. And let's talk about it on the
1: other things. side. Yeah, Bogman almost quit. He almost—we'll <laughs> tell you why he almost quit. But if you want to check out the sheet, and it's very well done, it's literally the show sheet we're going to use where you can see— he has tabs for each site and how they're different for highs and lows, where guys are all over the place. I think it's just a cool visual. It's just another, we do this all the time, these perks of extra things, plus videos of the podcasts we do. There's so much stuff. So check it out, patreon.com slash And I think I said before, if we get to, uh, it's literally under 20 people we need. If we get to the 600 marker on Patreon, we're going to do an entire show dedicated to uh, roasting and talking <clears throat> about people's teams that they submit. Like, we'll we'll tell you how to do it, but we'll kind of play like a little roast master on leagues. People could send in—this will be for Patreon people—they could send in like, you know, hey, look at A-hole in, uh, in the seventh spot. What do you think <laughs> of his draft? And we'll go in and we'll, you know, we'll do our thing. So that's how we roll. So check it out, patreon.com slash ITL Army. We deeply appreciate all of you guys that support us. And if it's not your thing, it's okay. Just make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We are going to get to the ranks analysis portion here in just a tiny bit. Though, do want to get through some news and notes. And first and foremost, we didn't talk a ton about it on Fantasy Pros. And I I meant to tell Joe because it would have been a really great time. But it is still unbelievable to me. Uh, Mariners president Kevin Mather, his interview, which he talked, it was the Bellevue Rotary Club. And it was a video interview where that dude put his foot so far in his mouth. You By would, have, way, thought he, you would have thought club? he was Tory Lane, Bogman. You jumped on my head. <laughs>
2: Thank you. The Bellevue Rotary Club sounds like somewhere that's being sued because of discrimination, right? Like, doesn't sound like a real publication. I don't so. know what Rotary
1: Clubs are. What are those? What are, I, I mean, mean, I don't I, know either. So. Let's find out together. What is we're bo- a— We're both a couple poor guys, so— We, should, we belong in the uh, grass. <laughs> 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 let's see. Uh, what is—yeah, what is a Rotary Club? Tell me.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I hear uh, Rotary Club, to me, it sounds like, hmm, yeah, let's go on down to the Yacht Club and have our caviar and champagne. You know how
1: mm. you know how when you Google and you put, like, what is, and then it has that descriptor at the top? This doesn't have it. I said, what is a Rotary Club? And then it just says, people ask, what does the Rotary Club do? Our mission, we provide service to others, promote integrity, and advance world understanding, goodwill, and peace through our fellowship of business, professional, and community leaders. It's a front for the Illuminati. I mean, I mean that, if, if that wasn't done by the Rothsteins <laughs> and the, what, who are all the, who are like the elite people, you know, like the Clintons. It's just like the entire group. That is unbelievable. But uh, beside that, we still didn't learn what a Rotary Club is, by the way. But uh, Kevin Mather goes on and that dude put that foot so far in his mouth where he just, I mean, you, I guess you can appreciate not lying. He straight up says Kelnick will not make the opening day roster because he wouldn't agree to a six-year contract extension. The one that... Similar to Evan White. What Evan White did. And I guess Kelnick was kind of pissed. Like, he was... Some reporters reported like he was not happy about this. Then goes on to just kind of trash Julio Rodriguez a little bit. He literally... Unpr- unprompted, Bogman. <laughs> he goes and mentions Julio Rodriguez's English as something that's holding him back. Calls him loud, says his English isn't great, and that's another guy that you're not going to see. And and Julio, I don't know if you saw, he did a Photoshop meme of his head on Jordan, and he I tweeted it. it, and he said, and then I took that personally. <laughs> yeah,
2: people in the group me room posted it, so I definitely saw it. Yeah, that was... Um, what a douche. Sounds like maybe maybe kevin uh kevin here had a little bit too much caviar and champagne before this interview
1: right like maybe they got him a little too loose maybe we should go sit in the this. grass maybe we don't belong in
2: uh in you know oh, I behind the play belong i'm not sitting in the grass
1: so oh, you're not gonna do
2: uh, that? i'm not going to spend a full day out like you said getting skin cancer and not saying anything so no no thanks yeah this video Pass.
1: um it, it, the service openly open service time manipulation is something else Joe asked me a really interesting question and and I'm glad he did because this is what kind of went in my mind is my initial reaction was like, well, crap, we got to, we got to put Kelnick down because if they're going to full on manipulate the service time, that's at least a month that we're probably going to lose where he plays in AAA, but it's so outlandish. It's so outlandish uh, of him coming out and doing that. He's already had to apologize and stuff. I'm not sure I'd be shocked If they don't put themselves in a situation like there's got to be ramifications for that. I suppose there's the only way you can get away with that is there's a CBA agreement. So whenever there's agreements like this, any egregious thing where the players association could be like, they, he literally is open manipulating his time. They could just put it into their agreement to say like, Hey, don't, you know, don't slap us on the wrist because we did this, but I'm not sure if I'm going to counteract and move him a whole bunch. Actually, now that I think about it, because I think there's a legit shot he's motivated that the team might have to openly give some more consideration because the publicity is going to be horrific if he just pimps out in spring training and then they just send him back down. He already said it's because of manipulation. So uh, I haven't decided where I'm at on it. Yeah. I mean, I think you just
2: have to move him down. Like you said, the, uh, a little bit. Uh, the, the, uh, he's already fairly low on a lot of these ranks that I was looking at before and he was getting drafted higher. So I feel like his arrow had been pointing up until uh, Kevin Mather said this. And and now that he this is kind of out in the open and I I think he kind of has to do it or else he's going to look like an idiot at this point. We know he's going to miss at least that month. And who knows if there's going to be any delays to the minor league season or any of that stuff. So I, I think, yeah, he probably needs to, you know fall off most 12 man redrafts and 15 man, probably borderline. You're going to have to hold a spot uh, for him open. And it's harder and harder to hold a spot for a guy that's down in the minors with COVID. So, yeah. um, it, I don't think he's draftable in most formats. I mean, uh, I, draftable, I, you know, like, uh, addable yeah. and, and able to carry him on your roster. Of course he, Jared Kalanick is going to be really great. But I don't know if I agree with this that. This is annoying.
1: I don't know if I agree with that because the top prospects, like there's plenty of guys that you you know are going to miss a month and you can still take. it. just you can't go as high. I think he had an NF- NFBC ADP of like, like 210 or something like that. And I had him really high out of the hopes that this guy really could break camp. But there's just a lot of stuff that's shrouded in it. And, you know, just also it's not great when there's high managerial issues with players and you're two stars. You come out and do that. It's unbelievable. So uh, really, really stupid stuff. But Monitor that. We'll mo- Kelnick, I think, is going to be a fascinating monitor during spring training. I never thought Julio was going <clears> to <throat> break camp or anything like that, but just keep an eye on it. Students but he's rather-
2: going around, just real quick, yeah. he's going around Leody Le- Le- Tavares, who I know you like, and uh-huh. you'd rather
1: have Tavares, right? Yeah, because he's going to lead off and he's going to make the team. Sung Kim. But, uh, but if, Kelnick, w- if Kelnick were to make the roster, clearly him over. Just
2: pointing that out. I absolutely agree with that, but like in this range, you know, and I am just going off of Fantasy Pros ranks. I'm what's not going, the, well? What's the know, rank? Uh, th- their rank
1: is uh two fifty four. Uh, I mean, that's not bad. Oh, f- wait, Fantasy Pros or NFB? NFBs? F- Fantasy Pros is two fifty four. Okay, well, that I mean, that's just an aggregate of rankers that go high and low. He's being drafted around the two ten area. Uh,
2: well, he's ranked one seventy five on Fan two oh nine on Yahoo, and he's post. 300 on espn so 175 in FanTrax. i mean he's got to go way well below that yeah and i think he's got to go well below this 209 on yahoo as well and uh i mean i he'll probably get adjusted and he, he's just going to start falling i think even if you go to the fantasy pro site and look the arrow is trending down
1: on him. yeah it is trending down a little but i but i think it's worth monitoring with the publicity that was put on this this is the next level i mean mather not i mean it he might've got away if he just openly would have manipulated the service time in public, but then getting, you know, just you're getting into the weeds when you're starting to bring up, you know, Julio Rodriguez is English for no reason. And now yeah, he's had to publicly retract not retract, but like make an apology for insensitive, uh, just bull comments that he made. So he's an idiot. That's all there is. He's an idiot. Steven Strasburg told reporters on Sunday that he's feeling no side effects after surgery for carpal tunnel syndrome. So, uh, quickly, are you back? No,
2: absolutely no, of not. Of course not. Never. Of course you're not. Never, ever. I, look, I was back last year. He, in, in 2019, he did all this stuff. He looked great. You know, didn't miss a many starts, maybe one start the whole year. And then this year, he just proved once again in 2020, even in a shortened season, he can't stay healthy. I'm done. He, I'm out. No more.
1: Never again, ever. Not me. I'm not. He's so cheap now. I'm not, I haven't drafted him, I think, once in any of our mocks, so I'm not going to claim like I'm in on him. But I think he's very. How much cost are you effective. willing to pay for 15 starts? Yeah, that, but, that's well, what you
2: have to ask yourself.
1: I mean, I suppose, but you know, th- th- like any other team, they're probably going to you know limit innings this year and maybe move to six man or you know potentially throw in a six man here or there. That and I just don't think guys go super deep into games. I think he's cost-effective. He used to never be cost-effective, and that was his problem. It'd be like, hey, he had this injury, but he's going inside the top 55. Now he's going like, closer to 100. So I- I'd be willing to take the risk. The Athletic reports that Shohei Otani visited driveline baseball this offseason to overhaul his training regimen, which is fantastic. He was actually wearing a, um, this like, wristband the other day to monitor the stress on his arm. And that was really oh, interesting that wow. they're doing that. So, you know, Otani has been given the good go to hit and pitch full on as he would. And he is in implemented drive driveline and they're using some of that tech right now in spring training. I think those are all really, really good science bugs. So, yeah, I mean, you know,
2: he was wearing a wristband. I think I saw him. He had some crystals in his pockets, mm. too. So I think he's going to be fine this year. No injury for sure. He's got a wristband and crystals.
1: I mean, uh, let's get a little <laughs> – he, he should actually brand that. He'd be like the Otani Crystal Necklace. That'd be great.
2: <laughs> the Otani Crystal Method.
1: Yeah. That's what it's hey, called. Hey, right. that's a good. That's a team name right there. Someone's going to use it. Shane Bieber arrived to spring training in Goodyear on Saturday. I would note he has been here in Arizona. I've seen – there's people that there I know he that got COVID. Cracked, <laughs> I mean, He, he literally did. Two weeks ago, I had told Bogman about this story. He was seen at Camelback Mountain hiking and running and stuff. So he got COVID out here. So don't make a big deal. Hey, he just arrived. He had been here, but uh, he's back with the team. This one I'm very big on. Uh, I do feature this as a conversation piece on Fantasy Pros with Joe. But Chris Paddock said Sunday that he had worked on spin rate and spin efficiency on his fastball over this offseason. And it's one of the things in the last episode with Joe here on ITL, he, you know, he had asked me why it was back in. He'd worked on that third pitch, didn't get time to develop it. It got shortened. He kind of went back to his fastball uh, whenever he wasn't getting you know all the swings on his changeup, and he just got hit up more. He's gotten back into the fastball, and he said, or I'm sorry, he he'd starting to use it curveball again so he can start utilizing that. But he had said in this conversation that he had never paid attention to spin rate on his fastball. And then the guys with the Padres started showing him And he didn't care about spin efficiency or anything like that. And he was amazed by it. So now he's all in. He's using Rapsoda. He's using all this stuff now. That is great for him. He doesn't walk. He had an abnormal home run rate that really got taken away from him. I think Paddock is going to come back this year. And he's a major buy for me. Yeah, I mean,
2: look, great pedigree, right? The track record isn't as good as the pedigree. So that's when guys become, you know, Deals pretty much, yeah. so I I like where Chris Paddock is going, and I would absolutely pick him up as well. I do I, I like the anytime you see a guy like pay attention to something like this, an advanced stat, an analytic, whatever it is, you know, something that he hasn't done before to improve himself. I think those guys are moving better. Now I will say that you know it, Eno is always like two years ahead on these things, sure. right? Like he kind of brings it to the forefront. Forefront, and then people start paying attention. But have you seen the new the new one in uh, Seam Shifted Wake? Uh, I, I Seam Shifted Wake is so confusing to me. I'm like, is this string theory or is this like, <laughs> is this baseball? <laughs> like, what is this now? Is this the multiverse? I'm not sure. That one is a little weird to me. But spin rate, spin efficiency, and just guys taking a little deeper dive on anything they can do to make themselves better I always love.
1: I that's the the last sentence you said is the important thing to me. It's guys taking an active role in becoming better I think is it, it can be huge. Like everybody we're we're so <sighs> you know like everything we see we're just like jaded we're just like whatever oh Vlad's lost some weight okay whatever no it's a big deal dude he was big and all fatty and he lost 30 pounds (laughs) he's gonna be able to drive the ball better well let's Uh,
2: not i'm not gonna we we don't need to say best shape of their life is important sometimes it's important
1: but i'm not you hear that a lot about i understand him specific is an interesting one because what's the biggest thing that was holding him back it's been his launch angle i mean he's also been 20 21 struggling and just adjusting to him MLB even then he's still been going
2: but I mean I think that's the first thing that James said in your panel too right when you're evaluating players is look at his body see if he and and I mean James danced around this but is he a fatty do you think he's gonna have a hard problem controlling his weight like Bogman and not the Welsh anymore well but but also
1: like like what if that just changes one millisecond of him being able to drive his hands closer to the ball that that could be the difference between a double off the wall and a no doubt or home run you know, because yeah. he, he's a big Max, he's, Max EV still there. So it's a big uh, Mac eater. Yeah. yeah I, I'm just saying some of the things when, when a guy takes an active approach of change, Hey, Otani goes to drive line. Does it mean everything? No, but you know, Kershaw went to driveline right before this past season and he had a pretty good 2020. Like I want to see these guys do those things. It doesn't have to drive them up crazy, but guess what it does. It pinpoints to me. Paddock is another one of those deal guys where he's going. He's not expensive. So I like it. Uh, just some other quick ones that I thought were interesting that Bogman put on here. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez said Friday that he's 100%. He thinks he's in position to make 30-plus starts, and the team also confirmed that he's good to go in spring training. So that's one of those guys that people weren't sure where he I stood. I mean, I was
2: big on him last year, and I drafted him in a lot of leagues that we did early. Uh, we redrafted a couple of them before we knew he was out for the year, but, yeah, I mean— uh, this is great news. It's I'm very good news. New.
1: Uh, Lourdes Gurriel is going to receive reps at first and third base this spring. This is a guy that can play second. He could play short. He can play outfield. He's literally going to be able to be a super utility for them. Interesting that they did note third and first places that Vlad plays. But, um, you know, versatility is fantastic. Don't know if he's gonna get enough games there to qualify over the entire season, but it could help for next year or so. Well, are he those... already qualifies in Yahoo. So because <laughs> I
2: mean he, he practiced there one time. Duh. Yeah. Duh. He does.
1: <laughs> uh Adrian Morion and Ryan Weathers are considered candidates to start if the Padres elect to go to the six-man rotation this season. Not McKenzie Gore. Continued hmm. to be a little bit of a problem and why that exists. Uh Adrian Morion really had a kind of like a solid run i don't know how far and deep dp can go into games ryan weathers is uh, trending up neither am i super super excited about brian snicker told reporters uh saturday that it's too early to assume that christian pace will be the Brave's starting center fielder this feels like hey kid you haven't earned it but who else do they have
2: right right that's exactly this is this is manager speak this is uh you know, um, well, Zach Gallen hasn't it hasn't cracked the
1: rotation. Totally, yet from last year, such you know a I mean? good analogy you just gave. That's exactly what it's like. Okay, bud, you're not going to have your Gold Glove uh, outfielder. I mean, he needs to learn to hit a little bit, but you're going to tell it's too early that he's in there. All right. Mm-hmm. I,
2: I mean, his competition Jennifer is Lawrence's another.
1: Uh, his his competition is another Gold Glove
2: center fielder and in Ender Enciarte. So, I kind of I kinda, I, th- I think I take this one a little more seriously. No, I forgot but, about
1: that. I forgot about uh, I mean, Ender. I still think it's going to be Pace, So it's a, it's a really great point, Bogg. I'm sitting here. I'm like, what a for, asinine. Oh, yeah. Andrew, I forgot. Ender's. But, you know, what have I always said <laughs> he about... He couldn't
2: hit his weight, and he's skinny as hell.
1: You know what I always so. said about Ender Enciarte, Boggs? Uh, not good enough. Uh, Gerardo Parra 2.0. Oh, come on. Not, uh,
2: look, I'm you know what? Not really That's wrong. not as insulting as you think it is. Not great for fantasy, of course, because neither one of those guys are good for fantasy. But uh, real life, pretty good players,
1: and pretty good players get on the field. Astros manager Dusty Baker, this one's really weird. Said Saturday that Force Whitley has been unable to report to the team's uh, spring training site yet. Did Did you see why? I want to know why.
2: No, but I also
1: wonder. Like Dusty Baker hates
2: young kids so much. Is he there and? Dusty just is completely ignoring He doesn't know like, who he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's this guy? Who's Whiteley over here? Who is this? No, 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 that's Forrest Whitley. Oh, so he has been here the whole time. I
1: okay. had no idea. Uh, right. I'm not seeing anything about it. Uh, does there will count to fill in the gap? Guy- I see an article from the Athletic talking about it, but that's something to keep an eye on. Well, I mean, it and-
2: could be. I know some of these guys are actually been delayed by the weather problems.
1: So that's true. Uh, the
2: NBA canceled a bunch of games. Could like, be. It, it could a- be an
1: under the weather COVID thing. Maybe he, contact tracing. He's hanging out, and they're just saying, you know, that could be code speak yeah. for why he's and, not there. And
2: the Mavericks haven't played since, uh, like, uh, they haven't played since Valentine's Day because of the weather stuff. So the Rockets are pretty close to that too. So. Uh, if he's stuck in Texas, some of these guys have just been absolutely stuck. I I think, I feel like they should have said that. Yeah. Like, you know, if he's not in Florida because he hasn't been able to report to say, yeah, he got stuck in Texas because of the weather. He's not here yet.
1: Well, but they didn't. So it might be more COVID type of issues. So who knows? Uh, I I'm out, I've been out on Forrest Whitley, but you know, all it takes is getting to the major sometime and opportunity, but you know, opportunity is usually good when you're there. Aaron Boone said Saturday that uh, even though they signed Brett Gardner, Clint Frazier is still the team's starting left fielder. I will believe it when I see it. I think that's, that's a little sucky that they brought him back <clears throat> because they really would like Frazier to not have any competition, but they do have Judge and Stanton. So there's always outfield opportunities when someone is hurt. Uh, Twins got, uh, or they announced that J.A. Hap tested positive for COVID in his intake testing. More so keep an COVID. eye on that. And Jackie Bradley Jr. Uh, People are kind of, I think the Red Sox are keeping in touch. The Mets, I think, are out. But the Brewers are the most recent that are looking for JBJ's services. So that's kind of one of the last guys left out there that hasn't signed up, Boggs.
2: Man. Uh, all right. So I guess, what do they have? They've got Kane, they've got Yelich, and they've got Avi uh, Sale.
1: But Avi think... Sale could play first. He could, do D- Oh well, I say DH, that's but they're on the DH set there. Well, but, but
2: they're moving Keston here
1: to first. So, yeah. uh I don't know about that. I don't like Milwaukee. I don't think Avi Sale is any lock though. <laughs> Avi no, and JB. True. JB. I mean, dude, I'm gonna tell you this: if they had Kane, Yelich, and JBJ, that is a great defensive outfield. No, uh, the, uh, I Avicel like that, that outfield
2: not. a lot. But here's the issue: is now you know who's getting a day off? I feel like JBJ is probably playing five days a week. So is Kane. Maybe Avi Sale's moving around. No. Maybe because.
1: I don't, it, it, to, I don't think JBJ has to—I don't think Jackie Bradley Jr. plays every single day. He could take a day—I uh, I think they could get sale Garcia— But see, that's my point, four out though, out six is, is
2: I, I think between uh, Kane, Sale, and JBJ, they'll probably rotate those guys. It's annoying for all of them. Yeah, sure. So I, I would rather have him go to Boston and, and win a spot there rather than, you know, get in this mix and mess it all up. Yeah, it's pretty good. Because spot. Lorenzo Kane is going, uh you know, fairly cheap, and, you know, he's a guy like in points leagues that— Joe mentioned the other day going to hit at the top of the lineup. You know, Ross resource has him too, uh behind Wong, but he could easily hit lead off and he's a nice cheap option. So I just don't want to mess with him really.
1: Yeah. Well uh, news and notes continue to keep going. This coming week is where we're really going to take off. We're getting our notes, you know, just from the camps themselves. Spring training games, I think, start up on Friday or Saturday. One of the two. So it's going to start up this week. Games will get going more fun action to start applicably putting in. And then we'll be at a game to tell you as well. Let's get into the show, though. We want to get you guys all those notes. I know it's taking a little bit, but ranks analysis time. We'll set the stage. We'll tell you what it's all about right
0: after this. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In this league, somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. Full shirt. Holy. Mother forking shirt
1: boss. Ranks analysis for Yahoo ESPN fan tracks. We've even got the fantasy pros attached in here as well. Just so we can, um, you know, we can go in and reference, have a reference point for all of these things. So what this is, and I don't remember where this fully like started from, but, and and we've talked about one of the problems that exists in the fantasy industry. We try not to do it as much, but we definitely, we're all uh, susceptible to it is people talk in an insulated way. They, uh, you know, the CBS guys will predominantly talk points. That's just how their brains work. And that's the the standard for CBS. Yahoo, I've warned people, just be careful in how you're listening. If you're listening to like Yahoo specific stuff, they are going to talk to you in a Yahoo way. And the only reason that's different this year is because holy position eligibility, Batman. They're all available. They're available at their 2019 spots. So you got to be careful. So we just decided one day, we were like, you know, let's pit some of these up against each other. We do mocks in different places. They're not all equal. So that's what is done here. We've got a sheet that's going to tell you, you know, who are the deals and who's expensive on each one of the formats. Sometimes we find trends of like, usually it's like, hey, you can get this on ESPN. You can get that on Yahoo. And fan tracks is like, they love Dynasty. <laughs> That's going to drive <laughs> some of it. And I, I think it's really informative. It'll tell you a lot about your site. The only disadvantage is things change. And that is what Bogman dealt with this past yeah. week when put, he had finished this sheet, and then he hits me up and goes, ES, ESPN just completely changed their ranks. And you had the decision, Boggs, of either quitting or readjusting, and it's not just readjusting ESPN either. It's yeah. readjusting every single sheet.
2: Yeah, the problem is, is you know, when you change, when you change us the the rankings for a site wholly and completely. Now that I've done the legwork and I've you know found the rankings for all of ESPN, all of Yahoo, and all of tracks <clears throat> excuse me. Now I have to go in and you know change everything that I've done because ESPN is now different and. It wasn't just a few guys that change on ESPN. Like, you know, what I do is I da- basically take a guy that's like post 250 and see if he is exactly where he was a week ago. And, and every time I've done this with ESPN, for the most part, and ESPN has had a problem for a while where once they put up their initial ranks, they don't flinch. That's mm-hmm. it. They don't move. But this time, I, and I don't know if uh, we were to blame for some of it, but we were talking about how awful the ESPN rankings were, and even their own people were having different ranks, uh, from their own. Remember, cause that article came out and Trey Turner was like number two.
1: Oh yeah. The, the ESPN article the was like, league here's stuff. the points league ranking. And the, whoever the guy was, you know, Biggie Smalls or whatever the guy's name was, he ranked Trey Turner number two in points. And I was, I was just like, what? Right. Exactly. Huh? So
2: Tupac had him number two in points. <laughs> so, uh, we're, we're moving all these guys around. And when I went to look, I just looked at, uh, I looked at someone post 250, and they had changed by, like, two spots. So and let me ask like, you oh, this. Okay, give me someone around 100, and all, Moncada was 114, and now he's exactly 100. So I had to oh. redo the whole damn thing. So instead of spending one full weekend, like mm. I normally do on this, it was two full weekends because I had to redo the whole
1: thing. We are blessed by you, Bogman. We truly yes. are. We are blessed by Bogman. Let me ask you, when, so when people are wrapping their heads around this, this is what they get when they open up the draft room. Yes. Yes, okay. exactly. Okay. I'm sorry. I
2: thought you were making a, a, a bigger statement.
1: I like, did. I yeah. did inflect it like that. But then your pause <laughs> had me worried where you, are you? I was ready for you to go. No, it's not. And I was gonna be no, like, no, 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 uh, This, is, this
2: is exactly. So what I do is I
1: go into a mock draft.
2: I this open is critical
1: up. for people to understand because we yes. hear ranks. It can mean a lot of things. This is opening. Like Bogman said, you open up a draft room. So this is what you are using.
2: Yes, you open up a draft room and this is what it is. I mean, if you're making your own ranks, God bless you, do that. But uh, if if you're, you know, someone that doesn't have time for that, like 95 percent of the people that are listening to this and and doing it, then, uh, yeah, this is you open up the room. This is what you see on ESPN. Exactly. And they don't switch from Roto to points to head to head. All their rankings are the same. Every oh, single that's spot. interesting.
1: That's on, uh, on ESPN because Yahoo yes. has their attempt of league format ranking by their X rank. So that would change uh, if you were changing them. Well, at least right. their X rank would. So yes. there's a million different ways to do it. What you have to commonly do, the, the, the approach that we try to take, is the standard dude comes in, they see the draft board, and they draft there. Yes, you could, you know, on Yahoo, you could click rank. You could click ADP. You can do that on all of these because Yahoo has X rank and rank. uh, ESPN, you could go by ADP or you could import or you cannot pay attention. All There's a million different ways, but we're taking the approach of this is what the draft board looks like when you pop up a draft. And this is what people are going to see. And that's why, you know, in the mock drafts we do, sometimes we'll be like, hey, this is interesting. This guy's not on the front page. And that's an advantage. If the guy doesn't pop up on the very front page of something you'll start to get values. You know, I think that happened with Cody Bellinger on, I want to say ESPN. I think he wasn't like on the first page of stuff and all of a sudden you had to scroll a little bit to get him. Same thing would happen on, because, you know, Fantrax does the score thing, which I still hate. You've got to know these things to take advantage.
2: Someone asked me the, the other day, they were like, do you know how I know. Uh, God, Fantrax the uh, d- does this score? And I was like, I have no idea and uh, I don't pay attention to it at
1: all. So I think it know. would be, I, I should mention it to them. You know, they, they, they really should like have an art maybe they do have instead an of the maybe score we're lazy. they should
2: just have a rank well know? i agree that, that's but what
1: everybody else does they should do something to break down what makes the score like to have a video posted like a little help someone wants in a draft room hey click this video and it's five minutes of cross saying here is how we get and create the score because i don't know uh, who knows who knows what creates it because this exact person by the way did this because they were like um they, they were like uh they're like it was a basketball thing. Like this player is apparently the number one best player in all of fantasy basketball, and it wasn't. But they had the best <laughs> score by them, so it, it's just nonsense. But um, we'll get into this. This has four parts to it. It has each website dedication, ESPN highs lows, Yahoo highs lows, Fantrax highs lows, and then the fourth is a all over the place where you've got a mixed opinion on a player. So what you know what we're pinpointing here. Is a guy that you are going to have to pay up more for on a site or you're going to get out of value. And it's important to know those things, especially if they're targets, because I'm looking at one guy here. There's a 40 pick swing between this player uh, on ESPN and fan tracks. You want to know that. So that's what we're hoping to do here. And Just as we mentioned during the mock, even though ESPN adjusted
2: their rankings and they they are better than what we were looking at uh, in our mock. Remember, we didn't have ADPs, we didn't have yeah. all we had was their initial rankings, and those have been switched now too. They are better, but ESPN by far still has the most different from Yahoo and uh, Fantrax. Now, you know we mentioned before. Um, the, the difference. Yahoo is annoying because of the, Position you know, the eligibility. eligibility. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff. ESPN yeah. is annoying because their ranks are still crazy, even though they're better. And Fantrax is annoying because, when, you know, it's all, it all goes on either their score, which we don't pay attention to at all, like we just said, uh-huh. or ADP, which is what most people are looking at when they're in the room, is by ADP. And because you can start drafting on Fantrax in November... Uh, you know, or most of the time it's October, but this year it was November because of world series pushback and lots of stuff. So, uh, because people have been drafting since then, it's hard to move players. And I redid because I was redoing ESPN anyway, I redid fantasy pros, uh, or excuse me, uh, fan tracks as well. And I think the most spots a guy moved was five in a week. And, and that's pretty big. But those were lower, lower guys. Like and Derek
1: Kelnick is in like the 170s. And it just can't we, represent, your point is, it cannot right. represent like current What's happening trends right now. well enough. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Unless you start to, the best way I mean, like what you can do with NFBC is you can go and, you know, pick a couple days or a week yes. or a month or whatever. Yeah. You, you sort it and then you look at what the drafts are. That's kind of the best way to do it. So we're going to, let's start with ESPN. We'll go through there. We'll probably get two done, then a break, and then we'll get the last two. And the last one is obviously where players are all over the board. This is for you taking advantage, knowing the players in the format. And hell, you know, you may know this stuff, hear this stuff, and just be like, I don't care if there's an advantage here, but you want to know what others are going to be doing. And that, you know, the consumer base, I don't care how competitive your league is unless it's an all industry one. You know, you're probably going to have more than half the people that are going to just pull up a draft room and they're going to draft. So take advantage of it. So, ESPN we start there we've got who is expensive on ESPN compared to the rest and who is cheap and let's start with my former team the Los Angeles Dodgers I am no longer because of mm-hmm. Trevor Bauer I have written off as a lifetime lifelong Dodgers fan Bogman I have mm-hmm. written that off and I am now solely and exclusively in a relationship with just the Diamondbacks and occasionally are the Padres. You, are you sure? Yeah, okay. See, yeah, and your side chick is the padres. Yeah, still don't trust you. So sometimes the Mariners, when I go down to their fields, kind of a fan of the Royals, just not the Dodgers. That's the main one. Corey Seager will cost you the most on ESPN. He has a fantasy pros average rank of 33. He will cost you 22 on ESPN. That is where he shows up. 39 on Yahoo, 45 on fan tracks. Not even close. He is really expensive, which what it means, is, and I don't actually think the rank is like that crazy or anything like that, because I'm I'm a believer in what Corey Seager did last year on the hard hit. But you ain't getting any discounts on him. You're going to pay a late second to an early third on on ESPN. We've got a legit opportunity of fourth and fifth rounds on the other formats.
2: Yeah, and I, you know, I'm not sure why. And and I thought that maybe okay, you know, we just did this points draft on ESPN with Joe, and Joe was taking guys like Michael Brantley, who's also high, Lorenzo Cain, who's also expensive, uh, on on ESPN. And I thought, okay, maybe this is points-based and your big strikeout guys are going to be lower. Absolutely not the case, because Byron Buxton is number two on here. Miguel Sano yeah. is on this list as expensive. So uh, Austin Riley you know, guys, e- even with high strikeout rates, are still expensive on ESPN. So, I, you know, I, I, that was my initial hypothesis going in. And maybe that is part of it, but it's not the
1: whole of it. So yeah. uh, Seeger just more expensive. I'm curious, because the only thing I don't see here, this is what stands out to me. I don't see any other shortstops costing a higher amount, a a higher dollar amount. Like there's no, there's nobody, there's no other shortstop. There's no Mondesi. There's none of the top guys. There's none of the mid round guys, no Correa. So there's not like a trend. It is specifically an ESPN algorithm to an ESPN algorithm to Corey Seager.
2: And what, what else don't you see? What, what position do you not see on this? Oh, I all in the cheap, in, in the expensive section. Well, I see one, but I don't see
1: starting pitchers. Yes, the uh, only cheap one.
2: starting pitcher uh, or the only expensive starting pitcher on this list is Chris Sale. Yeah. They have him at 204, where uh, Fantrax has him at 230, Yahoo has him at 250. After that, no starting pitchers. In a points format, which is kind of surprising, I think this might be just a suppress... What do you mean in a points format? What do you, what do you mean? I mean, because their basic thing is points. Is like, it? You know, yeah, when, when you sign up for ESPN... Their basic scoring is points. It I didn't starts know that. at points. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yahoo is head-to-head. Fantrax is roto.
1: I would have but, thought, yeah, I would have thought ESPN would have uh went to Roto, and Yahoo would have gone to head-to-head. No, no. When you like
2: your initial sign up, start a new league, click on it, it's 10 team points. Oh, okay. That's what it is. I think it's the same for basketball as well. It's 10 team points. I think they do that for Uh, pretty much every sport. I mean, football's points always, but, uh, you know, uh, so I I think that might be to suppress starting pitchers in those leagues, but it is crazy that there, you know, it's just Chris Sale, an injured pitcher, and then when we look at the deals, there are hitter deals,
1: but it's mainly
2: starting pitchers. Well, so so
1: there's a trend. So you're going to get better pitching deals when you go to ESPN. You're going to pay up for some hitters. The hitters, the rhyme or reason isn't quite there. It would have been interesting to see what the projection on ESPN for Corey Seager. You know how they have those project? Do they have the projection page up yet? I don't know if they've done that. No, I don't think so. Those those are interesting. Like, what did that? Because I just expected maybe a little bit of a trend, and there was no trend for Corey Seager. But he pops up twenty two on their list, which is more than a full round, or if it's a yeah, even a fifteen round teamer. That's more than a full round than any other format that you're going to have to pay for Corey Seager. Byron Buxton. Okay, actually, you know what? I tell you what, I do have the
2: projected stats. Do you want to pull up uh, Fantasy me, Pros and I'll give you the ESPN projected stats? You want? Why do you want Fantasy Pros? Or why? not Fan Fangraphs, I mean. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Too many, too many fans. Yeah. Fantasy Pros, Fangraphs. Only fans. Only fans, that's yeah.
1: right. Too many fans.
2: I, I got Corey Seager Fangraphs up. Okay, so uh, tell me his runs.
1: Uh, do, should we use the bad X?
2: Yeah, use the bad X. All
1: right, bad X runs are
2: 101. 98, So that's pretty close. Okay. RBI one hundred five, one hundred four.
1: Walks. Uh, oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know why we have walks. Yeah, why, here. Who cares about walks? Uh, strikeouts. Well, who cares? Let's just do the main five category ones. What's batting average?
2: For, for whatever reason, this one doesn't have. Uh, I think it's because this one doesn't have homers. Let what? me see. If I, well, it's because it's points and it goes by total bases. So what's, if you hit a homer, you
1: get what's points. more important than that. All right. Well, by the way, the bad X isn't at 33. So thir- he's, a, he's 33 homers, 100, 100 runs in RVIs and a 282 batting average. I mean, it's not not justified. It's just 29
2: th- here and two stolen bases and a 287 average.
1: OK, so check this out. They project him as a 22nd overall player and he has lower projections on theirs than the bad X has him. Yeah, that's I know. very true. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm still not 100% following. Again, my, I, I'm not an arguer against Corey Seager. It's just you don't get much of a discount. Byron Buxton, he comes in at 94 on ESPN. He's one, or 112 on Yahoo, 130 on Fantrax. He has a Fantasy Pro's average consensus rank of 119. So again, you are paying up for the power-hitting semi-breakout of Buxton, though he didn't steal bases last year. They've got him for 20 uh, on the ESPN projections, 20, uh, hitting
2: 250 with 23 homers, 70 RBI and uh, where it runs 71 runs. So they, they have him going 23 homers, 20 swipes. So that's got to be why
1: he's so hot. Bad X, 28 homers, 19 stolen bases, 84 runs, 73 RBIs and a 247 batting.
2: So advantage. I think what happened here is they adjusted their projections because their projections were very strange. Uh, you know when we were looking at them, so I think that that's probably what they did. Maybe. They probably got closer to the bad X because I mean, look, ESPN opened up and then. Wasn't the Bad X uh, projections up like two days after that?
1: No, I think it was out before because we did the episode with Cardi way before we did the ep- uh, the the mock. So and the and the Bad X was already done. Yeah, Bad point. X was already done, just not for pitchers or anything like that.
2: Yeah, but, may, no, maybe they're just u- using. Maybe they changed their projections. Maybe it's based on the Bad X. I don't know, but doesn't matter. Uh, those numbers seem to be fairly close now. And there were just some wild projections when we were looking before.
1: Yeah, and I mean, the Jared Oliver, like 25 stolen bases, just assuming he had the starting time. Uh, Some other players here on the expensive of ESPN, Michael Brantley, going to cost you a top 120. He's 121 on Fantasy Pros as a rank. He's 146 on Yahoo, 158 on FanTrack. So this is the closest we've had to where he's ranked to actually where our people are ranking him. So like where you have to draft him on ESPN at 118, where he's 121 on Fantasy Pros. The other sites, it's just a deal on him. Yeah, by the way, they have
2: Jared Oliver for 33 stolen bases now.
1: So, uh, I mean... I mean, I've, listen, if he starts kind of every from? single game, if he's the outfielder, I don't actually disagree with that. I think Jared... They got him for 417
2: at-bats. How many at-bats? Let me
1: look on fan graphs. Oh, look, I'm already here, so... I mean, I just... I don't know. He starts, and he's the everyday outfielder. Bad X has him. Yeah, Bad X has him for thirty-seven games, six stolen bases with three homers, and he gets thirty-seven games under his belt. Maybe break it even. Like maybe he plays sixty. He's just not going to break camp. But he's a great run, uh, uh, a base runner, <laughs> run yeah. baser, run baser. Um, yeah. you could you actually hear James Anderson and I interviewed him on Prospect One all of it uh, like 2 years ago and we talked about base stealing and like it's a pri- it's a point of pride for him and he's actually kind of developed bigger body he can hit homers that guy is exciting he he could be a late bloomer he's probably most likely going to be cuz he's already 25 uh, i
2: mean i think the issue is uh, just not knowing the fact that uh the the pirates hate anyone yeah. that's under 32 years old but also so.
1: is their outfield i think is I think it's kind of set right now. I don't have the depth chart up, but I feel like the Pirates outfield was already set and all of it is not locked in. So I'm, just I don't gonna... know.
2: I kind like, I kind of like the upside because the Pirates are so bad. You know, it's the Pirates and the Orioles are going to be in a race for, uh, you know, the worst record in yeah. baseball, most likely. So, you know, there's opportunity there. They've got, it's Reynolds, it's Anthony Alford, and it's, uh, Polanco right now who broke athlete, his wrist in the Alford. winter league. It's not somebody so, else? Uh, they move,
1: like Kevin Newman to the outfield or something?
2: Uh, no, they've got uh, Philip Evans on the bench with Eric Gonzalez playing infield and outfield according to roster Resource. And then the guys uh, on... Cole Tucker. See. No, Cole Tucker is playing in the outfield right now. He's not oh, okay. In the infield. uh Well, they... They don't have
1: him on the roster. Well, on, on roster resource, they don't. They don't even have it. Yeah, Cole so. Tucker probably plays now. Uh, either way, interesting point. If Oliver of it does break camp, it's something to watch. But there's no guarantees, and if you see thirty something stolen bases, he's going to go crazy high. I have suggested him to people in some of those deeper draft and hold leagues when you get really down there because of that point. But it's hard to project where he's going to go. He was on the alt. He was like traveling on the um. What was it? Not the alt camp, but like the the taxi squad. He was part of the taxi squad for a bit, but he never got to play any games. I'm just not sure they handed it over to him. So it's a little bit yeah. wild. Uh, let's get so going. they got
2: O'Neal Cruz and the 40 man as well.
1: Well, yeah, so. he, had, he had to be, but he's not going to uh, break the roster. Uh, Kirby 8 going to cost you a bunch of money on ESPN. 125 goes 80, 184 on Yahoo, past 200 on fantasy uh, fan tracks, 158 fantasy pros rank. That's a close you're going to have to pay out for. You you mentioned Miguel Sano. I'm just going to go through a couple more of these. Miguel Sano, 134. That's 40 spots higher than Yahoo, 50 spots higher than ESPN, and about 20 spots higher than his Fantasy Pros rank. Justin Turner, another one of those, 164, where he is going outside the top 200 on the other couple formats, yet he is right in line with Fantasy Pros. So Sano, Yates, Turner, any thoughts or feelings? I hate the Sano one, 134. It's a total points league thing. It's not any other format. I just wouldn't do It's that.
0: just
2: kind of... I think he's the most surprising because I think the rest of these guys are kind of, you know, low strikeout total guys. Uh, a lot of them, even Austin Riley, uh, going off at 176. That's not a low strikeout. I mean, I don't like Austin. But he lowered his strikeout rate last year. It went from like 34 to 23.
1: So you really seem to think this is like a... This is a, a points-driven thing. I think a for- lot
2: of it is, but, but, you know, there are also a mix of guys in here that strike out. So... Uh you know it, it's it's a little strange and it's clearly not going based on their projections or Jared Oliva would be at like you know yeah. in, in the at least the top 150 he's going to steal 33
1: bases so yeah. I mean that would be probably uh, like one of the 10 best in all of baseball
2: so I can't really pin down what it is uh, yeah. I, I I it's not I think things moved because of projections but I think also because John VR got buried here and he's not buried in you know fan tracks obviously uh he got buried here um, and he hasn't moved down in Yahoo either yet as, as I was looking at it. So, um, I think this was just, I think this is more people doing their own thing in the background. I, I don't think it was based on projections, even though there's have changed. And I don't think it's specifically for points leagues either, because we have some, uh, some guys moving that aren't great points leagues players, but for the most part, I think that, uh, you know they do their initial ranks based on points and i think that's why those guys are more expensive.
1: Jared Walsh at 168 on ESPN is so dramatically higher than any other. You've got Austin Riley going about 40 spots higher than any other site. Austin Hayes over 50 spots higher on ESPN at 186. Lorenzo Cain, there's another 50 spot 201 on ESPN. We told you about Chris Sale, uh, Raimel Tapia. I know he's kind of a sleeper for a lot of people. Rocky's kind of opening up the roster a little bit. He's going to cost you two hundred five, over fifty spots higher than what Fantasy Pros ranks or any other site. And then uh, your boy David Peralta, seventy yeah, it spots Yeah, looks like I just started. Uh, I know. Did uh, you help rank at, at just ESPN, David Peralta? Yeah. So uh,
2: David Peralta is in the top three hundred. So I must have been there. To that's
1: do that's kind of crazy. So those are some of the players. Like you said, what's so interesting is there's. Not quite a trend. Like, we've been able to pinpoint trends before. Those dramatic changes are kind of all over the board. Now, there are some deals to be had, uh, some cheaper players on ESPN. And like you said, it's going to be pitching heavy. And it starts with a pitcher, Corbin Burns, who it actually lines up with his fantasy pros rank. Both of those, though, I think these are so misleading. And that's why we do this as well to To not just pinpoint the deals and the expensive players, but to also, like, don't get a sense of comfort. If you only played on ESPN and paid attention to fantasy pros and you thought Corbin Burns was, like, gettable in 80s, you're wrong. You're wrong. It's not going to happen. Corbin Burns, 80 on ESPN, 80 on fantasy pros, 61 on Yahoo, 55 on fan tracks. And I'll bet you if you popped up NFBC, he's probably inside the top 60 as well. So
2: And, you know, uh, it's really funny because I ordered these of where they are on ESPN, right? Uh, uh, Burns being the most expensive of the players on this list at 80. But on Fantasy Pros, he has one of the biggest discrepancies in his ranking. Fantasy oh, Pros yeah, I high see is this. 48. Wow. His low is 151. Wow. And you have to go all the way down to just on this list, down to Framber Valdez, who is almost 40 spots lower, 39 spots lower than uh, Corbin Burns to find someone with a lower low than him because Zach Plesak at 114, his low is 143, and then we have Valdez at 181. So uh, it, it, it's kind of funny
1: how big the difference is. him yeah. at
2: As high as 48
1: and as low as 151, that's uh, nuts. An interesting strategy thing that would happen to you too is let's say you were a primary ESPN player. And you know, you mock and you do drafts there and you mock, and then you're like, you know what I'm gonna go do? I'm gonna go play an NFBC like Champs League. I'm gonna drop 150 bucks. Guess what you would have a rude awakening for? The pitchers you think you can get later. And that's another key to this. If you think you can get Framber in the 140s, you can get Corbin Burns at 80. Here's a couple other pitchers. Steven Strasberg. 96 on ESPN. He's Fantasy Pro 68, 70, and 60 on the other sites. Sonny Gray post 100. He's in the 60s on the others. Zach Pleissack 114 on ESPN, where he has a 71 on Yahoo and 62 there. I mean, the list just keeps going on. Jesus Christ. Dylan Bundy at 144. That's 40 spot difference. Framber Valdez 119. He's inside the top 200 on the others. Ian Anderson has almost a 60 point. Does have a 60 point difference. On the other two sites, one fifty eight on ESPN inside the top one hundred. On the others, and I'm not going to list. There's a couple more. We'll just talk about them. But and
2: honestly, I had this is me cutting it back
1: because I, I get it. I totally is so see it. Different, you know, uh, it's mainly starting pitchers,
2: and it's just ridiculous how much they're devaluing them. But we see that every single year from ESPN, whether regardless of the sport, they take a position and bury it. Remember in uh, in ESPN for football, it was quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are yeah. were unbelievably cheap here at starting pitching,
1: and and that lets you know first off if if your primary experience is ESPN, you need to adjust. You're going to need to adjust with pitching in other places. If you think you're like oh I'm going to get you know Sunny Gray at 104 and then I can get Dylan Bundy in the 140s or Framber, no you won't. You're not. It's not going to happen. So it's a rude awakening. But also this lets you know that there are depth pitching deals to be had. I would you rather you probably don't want to
2: do those high, you know, you probably don't want to go into ESPN with a high pitching strategy because it's so available later. Yeah. Um, because most people aren't going to make their own ranks and do their own thing. If you're in one of those leagues, uh, you know, then obviously this isn't going to help you too much because those people all take it seriously and all that stuff. But if you're in your regular league where – you have maybe four or five hardcore people and the rest are kind of casual and then there's a couple tacos in your league, then, uh, you know, you're going to get pitching cheap if, if you wait on it. So, and there's plenty of guys in here. to
1: avoid those high-pitching strategies for ESPN. I would rather pay 119 for Framber Valdez. I would rather pay 158 for Ian Anderson. Those would be better, but that's not the case in most places, but it is on ESPN. Um, there are some hitter ones. Kevin Biggio pops in at 82 and it does look like he's got the multi position on ESPN. He's 57 on Yahoo, 53 on Fantasy pro- or on fan tracks, which does not surprise me in the dynasty mold. 77 on Fantasy Pros though. So ESPN and Fantasy Pros are a little bit more in line on where Kevin Biggio sits, but this is a place you're going to get him at a deal. I don't think you sit around and wait to try to get him in the 80s, but you know, if you had a pick around like 55 and you're like crap, I got to get him. There's a chance you could come back around, especially if he's not popping up on the board or people are paying too much of attention to the rank that he's on there. He's just and, lower on ESPN.
2: And the funny thing is, and I didn't even notice this till we're doing it right now, is that a lot of these hitters on this list, second base eligible. Uh, Biggio, second base. Yeah. Keston Hira, second base. And even if we scroll down, Cronenworth also on here. And uh, Kim, Kim. Uh, well, Kim doesn't qualify at second yet, yeah, but he he's will. going to be playing second. So,
1: yeah, that's a good uh, point. Uh, it, here's another one of those 84, uh, 69, nice on Yahoo, 58 on Fantrax. Uh, fan I don't know I can't keep saying them. Uh, too many fans. I guess. Uh, Fantasy Pros, 65. I'm, I'm, I'm into the buyback on Hira, but I'm very much about the discount. So there's actually a little bit of a discount uh, on Yahoo. For Keston here, more on ESPN. Both guys that you can get those on, so that's a that's a really good note to notice. Some others: Sixto one sixty two on ESPN. He's going, you know, like forty spots lower. David Price, another forty spot difference in the two hundreds. Two hundred two for David Price here. Yuli Gurriel, cheap first baseman. This is he's massively different than the other guys, but he's closer to Fantasy Pros two nineteen here.
2: And he's actually expensive. I screwed that one up. So. Uh because oh he's yeah you're right two ninety eight on the other sites and he's two nineteen here so that's my bad
1: Aaron Savali though I'm all about Aaron Savali this year two thirty on ESPN one sixty one on Yahoo I think they're all deals that's a great one um John Means two seventy five there's another like low end guy that you can pick up and then Bogman put a list of players we're not gonna go through all of them we can pick a couple here these were post. 300 deals on ESPN, and you'll see the likes of Garrett Hampson 301. Um, let's see, David Dahl 372, CJ Cronaworth or uh, CJ Cronaworth, <laughs> CJ Cron. <laughs> if he were to make Colorado at 389 to one, I like TJ Antone was Cincinnati. He's 414. Uh, Jared Kelnick 468. If you want to get in there, and Renato Nunez 513, as he signed, uh, I believe it was a minor league deal. But if he makes it with Detroit. Those are some decent deals post 300.
2: Yeah. And honestly, like these are nice, but Yahoo is where you want to look at those. So, uh, because Yahoo, remember, they bury guys in the thousands and thousands. So I have a couple of those picked out
1: for Yahoo as well. Okay. Well, Well, let's do this because we're going to do one more and then do the quick break. Let's go through Fantrax. Let's save Yahoo on the other side here to compare. Uh, Fantrax is always interesting because, you know, they, they do get valued on. Uh, keeper and it, and it kind of can dictate yeah. some of the ADP because we we I mean we've been saying it for years we've never had anybody tell us different but I'm assuming their ADP is driven by all their drafts and more predominant amount of their drafts are via Dynasty they also have best balls which can skew them so I'm just not super interested in the. ADP or score data that Fantrax presents. Now they're the most customizable and you can do anything you want with them, which makes them so great, but I'm not interested in what they tell me. I'm not interested right. in the projections. I'm not interested in, you know, the ADP or anything like that, because I feel like it's skewed a bit. And here's a trend. You will pay for some pitching on Fantrax. And Bogman, I don't see a ton of names here. So did you have a hard time? Were they kind of like a Medium between everybody because there's only like six expensive names Yahoo, on this list and Fantrax, they're all pitchers. Yeah, Yahoo and
2: Fantrax Welsh are kind of close. They're they're fairly similar as far as their rankings go. You know, rankings for Yahoo, ADP for Fantrax. So I, I you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you something's linked, but maybe something's linked. You know, uh, between the two. So I'm more concentrating on finding deals. Yeah. For uh, Fantrax, so I found more deals than expensive players, but. The expensive players, and, you know, this is just part of the strategy that goes into the 2021 season, they're all pitchers, all the expensive players on this list.
1: They're not like, I mean, there's a couple, like, you know, there's a couple big dudes on here, but there's not a ton. Like, the first one is Clayton Kershaw. You will pay up for him in fan tracks. I I feel like that might be best ball driven, but who knows? Uh, 26 is where he's going, where he's 40 on the other two sites, 34 in fantasy pros. You're going to pay up for him. One more quote- Quotation mark ace is Hinjin Ryu, where you will pay 63 on fan tracks for him, where he's cheaper everywhere else. <clears throat> Excuse me, Fantasy Pros 82. He goes 81 on uh ESPN and 87 on Yahoo. I got to get the color scheme down in my brain here. <laughs> so he is cheaper everywhere else except for fan tracks. Those are the two big dogs. Then you have Herman Marquez. One thirty one on fan tracks that forty spot difference on the other two sites chris bassett one fifty three on fan tracks, which is about thirty spot different than the other sites Dallas Keikel there's a forty spot difference. he's at one sixty and christian Javier one seventy nine where That's he's post, my fault. where he's post 200 everywhere else. oh because you love Javier
2: because I've been taking him in, in you know in the the mocks that we did. Uh, over the offseason, I, I took him in probably three or four months. Uh, but but I don't know that I took him uh, before 200, maybe one time. And, and I don't think I even took him as high as 179 ever. So a little surprising. Uh, his Fantasy Pro's high is 172, and his fan track's rank is 179. And, so, here, and here's the skewy that's thing. fairly surprising.
1: The skewy thing is, and this, again, it affects, is their score is based off of whatever algorithm they do from the previous year that right. puts them higher so that when people do drafts, all the guys, doesn't matter, there's no uh, weighting. It's just how they performed last year. Marco Gonzalez is a perfect example. That guy was ranked so high in their system, he, people would draft him in the top 100, so their score skews the ADP because those players are in, each other's, in everyone's faces. Javier would be one of those guys. So, you know, better or worse, whatever it is, you just need to know that. And those are some guys that are going to cost up here. You did mention there are deals. Yes, there are deals on Fantrax. And how about this one? This is a fantastic guy to get a deal on. Eloy Jimenez. Eloy. 40 on Fantrax where it's going to cost you 29 on Yahoo, 24 on ESPN. But that 40, it's close to Fantasy Pros because the consensus rankers have them around 39. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Also interesting, ESPN is one spot lower than the absolute highest human being on fantasy pros ranks at 23 Eloy? I just thought that was interesting.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's very, very expensive on, uh, on, on ESPN. And that's funny, you know, uh, our guy, uh, Joe very, very much the, uh, the points league player. He's high on ESPN and, uh, Joe took him in in our mock. So a lot of speed guys on here. Uh, a lot of guys that had issues in a lot of off-season stuff as well, I kind of think, that, that we see in here. And uh, just overall, the Welsh... Relief pitching a little bit muted on fan because I think like you mentioned before the dynasty and keeper league yeah. aspects of fan tracks.
1: Starling Marte. I love the deal on this one for FanTrax. 59 for Starling Marte. He goes in the forties in the other spots. Javier Baez, another one of those just bounce back players. I don't think I even realized he was going in the sixties or ranked in the sixties on ESPN and Yahoo. He is, which I hate not look, having he's as much only, of a deal for
2: FanTrax, He's only four spots higher than his fantasy pros. Low. Yeah, uh, his fantasy pros low is eighty-eight. He's eighty-four on fan tracks.
1: Yeah, the fantasy pros uh, rankers, the consensus rankers, is high. It's actually highest of anything, which is that's like a weird one. Fifty-nine <laughs> is his consensus ranking, where he does that doesn't where that's not where he sits like on Yahoo and ESPN. So Bye is not much of a deal. We told you about Lourdes Gurriel potentially getting more positions to play. He's only going to cost you a hundred on fan tracks. That's where he sits 71 on ESPN lower than his fantasy pros rank. There's a, it's a deal. That's a solid one. Jeff McNeil, another one of those 106 outside the top 100. He's going in the eighties on Yahoo. So you can see there's a deal to be had there. Uh, Ellison LeMet, he's an odd one just because of the injury that sits out there. People are terrified of him.
2: Well, and he's a guy that moved, you know, like I said, oh, not didn't. many players moved, But Lamette was he went down like I think he was closer to one hundred or ninety eight, somewhere in that range uh, when I did it a week ago. And because of, you know, the Padres adding pitching relentlessly and and all that stuff, the injury uh,
1: stuff, people terrified of the injury. 78 on Yahoo. 114 on Fantrax. That's the difference. So if you're gonna dip your toe in Fantrax, it just it's easier to do. He's just gonna cost you probably a little bit less. You got a closer Ryan Presley, very cheap here, 145 near 100 on the others. Will Myers, 152 in the 120s. He's 103 on ESPN. Nick Anderson, another closer, 213. That's over a 50 spot difference. But this next one trips me out. Victor Robles, 224 on Fantrax. 145 on ESPN, which, you know, you keep harking the points thing, but that's a speed guy. 163 on Yahoo with a 152 Fantasy Pros consensus rank. Over 70 spot difference for Victor Robles from his Fantasy Pros to where he is ranked on fan tracks. That's and I a deal.
2: Think, yeah, it is a deal. And I'm not a Robles guy, and that's a deal. But I think the main point... Uh, of Ro- Robles's rank, and I think he's going to move up and up and up as we get closer to the season. I agree with that. Is the fact that he had such a terrible 2020. He hit 220, he stole four bases, hit three homers, played in 52 games. So uh, he had a decent amount of games, just didn't play very well. Only 20 runs in 52 games, only 15 RBI. Like His year was so terrible, and you can draft the fastest in fan tracks. Uh, you know, after the season started, so I think he left a sour taste in people's mouths, and that's why he's going so much lower there yeah. than any other place. And
1: he's also coming off of like you know, all of the just bad launch angle EV stuff, wasn't hitting the ball super hard, and it doesn't help that he's in hitting the back end of the order. But I mean, I don't care, dude. Like with those stolen bases, and he has power that has not been tapped into it 224, it's such a freaking deal. There are closer deals. Rafael Montero. We, we've kind of mentioned it's a trend here. The the deals on the closers. Rafael Montero in the two thirties, which he's inside the top two hundred everywhere else. Nick Madrigal, another massive deal, two seventy nine, where he's dude. In like look the at his two hundred. Look at his fantasy pro high and low. Yeah, someone has him at thirty six on. They must be ranking just this a second base OBP only league. Like I don't <laughs> like that's crazy. But someone has him at thirty six. Madrigal, a low of two. I'm trying to look
2: up who it is right now
1: is it is, uh, is Roger? it's not doing that
2: it it, it says site projections from roto champ that's what uh wow yeah so that i don't know
1: i don't know uh, okay but um post 300 There are more closers. Amir Garrett at 3.05, take it. Archie Bradley, I think, is another good one, 3.15. You've got Daniel Barr down here at 3.43. Those are some closer ones. Some other of note, Willie Calhoun, 3.14. I mentioned TJ Antone. He's here at 3.18. Evan White, 3.25. Nunez is 3.40 on Fantrax. Think of that difference between ESPN and Fantrax for Nunez. Luke Weaver at 3.57. I kind of dig that. And massive deal on Fantrax. Elvis Andrus, 4.22, Gonna lead, might potentially lead off for the A's. The new shortstop take advantage of that. That is a huge deal. There's some pretty good ones on Fantrax.
2: There are some good ones, but the thing that I'll say about this is because I go by ADP here, and most people do. While you're drafting, you can go by the score if you want. You're allowed to flip it between the score and ADP, but ADP is where most people go. These move the most. You know, sure. like uh, ESPN and Yahoo are kind of set in stone. These will move as ADP goes up. So guys like Colton Wong like CJ Cron and Elvis Andrus, they're going to move up and up and up.
1: Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to talk about Yahoo. And then we're going to tell you about the players that are all over the place on all the sites right here on in this league. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (laughs)
1: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says. In this league. Hey Farva, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the mozzarella sticks? In this league. Oh.
1: Yahoo. And whatever weird names they have now, the company that I'm them. Uh, let's talk about the expensive players on the Yahoo. They're. Eligible at every position. Nobody cares about what happened last year at Yahoo. And if you at all step on the mound, you instantly have a doppelganger. You become two players. Still pisses me off. I I say, and I always want to caveat, Yahoo makes me so mad but it's because i have always revered the product and they have hands down the best app so as i say something negative i will of course say something positive because their app is above and beyond the best and that is why many people play on it i there they would be a preferred play on place but baseball it's just too frustrating it is so frustrating for me i'll still play it but the uh, the otani is just it's garbage and i hate the decision i just desperately hate the decision to just ignore 2020 and give everybody 2019's position eligibility. I, I just think it's, it's really not that hard. It's, so, like, it's not it, even if, hard. It's just, just not a good decision. someone to go
2: through and mark the, you know, the seven games, I could have done that in the offseason for free. Like, you could have found uh, a bunch of people to do that for stick free.
1: Stick to their five. Their yeah. their thing is well, five.
2: Yeah. Uh, we'll stick to their five. Exactly. Anybody could have done that. It wasn't that hard. The one thing that I'll, I'll give Yahoo, you mentioned uh, best app, Best easily out. right?
1: Not even remotely um,
2: close. It, it's just funny because the things they do well, they do pretty well. Like there's there's not a lot of expensive and deals on Yahoo, uh, but they do absolutely bury players. So we'll yeah. get to that in a second. But finding expensive or cheap players on Yahoo isn't really easy. I don't have that many listed.
1: That's interesting. So, well, let's uh, go through them then. Uh, yeah, yeah, because go the most expensive take two seconds. Yeah, I guess <laughs> the most expensive player is a. Uh, it's a tough one for a lot of people, and he's very divisive. Adalberto Mondesi, as Mondesi. The, as the late, great uh, Bogman uncle would say, that boy, that Mondesi, I like that Raul Mondesi. That Mondesi, he's pretty good, boy. So we I'll like that Adalberto Mondesi. Adalberto uh, Mondesi, 28 on Yahoo. His Fantasy Pros is actually higher. This is another one of those situations. He's 25, 39 on Fantrax, 41 on ESPN, and I would bet you we're not staring at it, but I bet you NFBC he's probably inside the top thirty. He's just one of those players, especially if you're going to take those like year you know long formats of no trades, maybe just waivers or you know Roto. Um, I I still he's still an odd one to me in the Roto versus head to head because I see massive advantages for both sides. I see the advantage of being like, well, I don't care that much about the sw- I can endure the swings with Mondesi. Uh, of going bad and whatever because I'm collectively going. But I can also see the advantage for head-to-head where it's like Mondesi can win you a month every single yeah. week. He could single-handedly w- get you wins. And I think that's why he's expensive is because he won people
2: leagues. Remember, yeah. he was being dropped about midway through 2020 by a lot of teams, and then he was so good in the back half that he literally won people leagues. So
1: No, you're 100% uh, right about that. But he's going to cost you the most on ESPN from a— Here he is in your face perspective. What does it truly mean? It's just, you know, from a page standpoint, he's going to come up higher. People are going to be a little bit more prone to seeing him. You probably get an actual advantage of drafting him in ESPN. Maybe not so much, even though he's like 11 spots higher than uh, fan tracks. It's not that much. I think those guys are relatively close. But Mondesi Cosimos on Yahoo, he'll be ranked the highest, but Fantasy Pros kind of agrees. This one... Just I don't know they haven't readjusted, but John VR I, I'm not I wasn't against them before he when I thought he signed with the Reds, VR with the Mets now has a Fantasy Pros rank of one seventy seven one thirty one on Yahoo post two hundred everywhere else I just am not sure Yahoo has readjusted.
2: Yeah, they haven't uh, one thirty one is incredibly high. I'm trying to look to see if they have his uh, projections, but they they haven't even. I think you can only see their projections in the draft room because I'm looking right now and they just have the projections as, well, actually, maybe not because he had what, 16 swipes last year? He hit 232. And their projection on him this year is 23 swipes with 415 at bats, uh, eight homers, and 20, two, 248. I guess that's possible, That's but, possible. But that's not 131 ranking. No, right? no uh, that's I, not. In fact, and maybe this will adjust. The rankings for his projection have him at 450, huh. according to Yahoo. <laughs> so I bet when they do their next update, he's going to come way, 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 way
1: Probably. Way. I looked on NFBC, uh, and I marked it from February 1st to today's. we're recording this on February 22nd. There's like, how many drafts? 99 drafts, 164. So the Yahoo Still one... I do yeah. But, you know, people chasing... They did say that they're not stuck to their, you know, third base is going to have a rotation. VR can play multiple positions. You know, don't be ready to just throw VR into the trash yet. He has a potential to put together, you know, every, I mean, the problem is like a guy, everyone loves John Birdie, but he's a super utility player. VR could be the same thing, but you just don't want to pay top 150 for a, for a super utility. You place. want to sweep them under a
2: rug. You don't want to throw them away.
1: You want to pay post 200. So the other sites make sense. This is way too costly. Uh, Devin Williams are going to pay up for here. 142 on Yahoo. 170s everywhere else. It's actually pretty consensus everywhere weird else.
2: That, it's weird that he wasn't high on ESPN. He's actually lowest on ESPN when we looked at that points projection. And he was the fourth highest closer in points last
1: year and he's the yeah. lowest on the cheapest on on ESPN is just strange that to me. is weird that it doesn't account for that uh, Andres Jimenez pops up here you know position eligibility i think helps for him on Yahoo also you know if you're looking more head to head he's not a points guy Jimenez 165 on Yahoo he's post 200 on both of the others actually 60 spots different than anything we're talking about here like anything 248 on ESPN so you will pay up for Jimenez here Austin Nola, catcher, qualifies at first. And second base, just want to remind you, qualifies at second base on Yahoo because, (laughs) sure, 174, post 200 everywhere else. And Victor Reyes, 191 here, post 200. Those are the guys that um, you actually bought. Oh, yeah, those are the expensive players. So you're going to pay up. I was about to inverse it. You're going to pay up a little bit more for those players. The cheap players, there's not a ton, like you said. There are... Like two, or there's three top 100 players, and they're all pitchers. Brandon Woodruff, 54 on Yahoo. I did not realize this. He is 32 on both of the other sites on ESPN and FanTracks. No idea that that was the case. Uh, he's closer to fantasy pros, which has him at a consensus 46. So you got a chance at a little bit better of a deal. Maybe you can slide him one more round on Woodruff on Yahoo. If you want to try to get away with it. And you know, and I, and I've turned a big corner on him. They just never got super excited about it. Then you go and look and you look at the freaking spin rates he puts on this stuff and the results he's had over multiple years. It's, it's undeniable what Woodruff and Burns are. So I'm back in. I'm not, Top thirty-five, though I'm not gonna do that on a Milwaukee pitcher. But I dig, I dig like the fifty range. I dig the forty to fifty range.
2: Yeah, and his fan, he's closer to uh, Yahoo on his fantasy pros yeah. as well. Forty-six, which is once again, you know, Yahoo doesn't do a
1: lot of things right.
2: Otani, we don't like position eligibility. We don't like, but they do ranks
1: pretty well. Yeah, they do the do part. ranks pretty well. Lance Lynn, a deal here, seventy. Where he's uh fifty on ESPN, four I'm, I'm roughly fifty three technically on ESPN, forty four on fan tracks. Carlos Carrasco outside the top one hundred on Yahoo. He's inside the top seventy on both it's of the, the best others. deal of ESPN it is Carlos the- Carrasco. Of uh, oh, you mean Yahoo. On ESPN
2: on Yahoo? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. hundred yeah, percent agree. Huge, huge deal. A thirty spot difference even between his fantasy pros rank, and then just a random one like Mark Kana Canna is two sixty, and um, is in like the early two hundreds and the others. So I'm gonna throw it over to you because the the post three hundred deals, there are some of the same names. Amir Garrett again at three oh six. I see Renato Nunez, who's actually at three eighteen. If you're just counting in your head, look at the ESPN deal that's there. I see a couple of my dudes, like Tommy Listel at three fifty nine. Thank you very much. But you were saying there are some big ones on Yahoo.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys absolutely buried here. Uh, Colton Wong, because he didn't have a job when uh, these were happening, he's at four oh eight on Yahoo. So absolute steal. Your boy T.J. Antone is at four sixteen. Like it. Uh, Jock Peterson's at five sixteen. Uh, Enrique Hernandez, who has a job in Boston, is at 620. But then there's the guys that they absolutely level because they just bury. You're not going to see these guys if you scroll. You have to punch in their names. And
1: I'll point out, you might not see them mid-March in this same spot. So this is like... Right. Maybe they'll still be here. I feel like they, Yahoo would adjust these, but boy. Yahoo
2: does. They'll do an update at some point. If Usually are the second week in March.
1: If you're drafting within, I think you've got about three weeks to take advantage of these names. Because there are some that you're like, holy crap. You are right. You have to punch their name in if you want to find them. And this isn't even all
2: of them. These are the ones that I found that were just absolutely leveled. These are post-1300 and lower. Chris Archer- is at 1367. So deeper league option, Josh Lindblom at 1463. Trig Skubal, who's gone in all of our mocks so far, yep. is at uh, 1488. Elvis Andrus is at 1521 on Yahoo's ranks. Nomar Mazara, who just signed with Detroit, is at 1607. We mentioned CJ bunch 1629. Evan White at 1637. Willie Calhoun is at 1806. Uh, so I mean, the guy is going to be hitting in the middle of the lineup and he's ranked in the 1800s. That's crazy to me. And the last one I have here, Andrew Vaughn at 2443, because if you, if you go and put in, and I think this is the normal setting, so you don't have to change it. If you have the minor league guys available in your league, which is the normal setting, like I just mentioned, uh, those young guys are are going to be absolutely buried if they haven't seen any big league time yet. And Andrew Vaughn, uh, you know, who's ranked ahead of Kalanick pretty much everywhere, Kelnick. because we have heard that he has a shot to make the opening day roster, is unbelievably buried here at 24-43. And there's going to be a lot of guys like that that are roster bubble guys. Yeah. They're going to be way in the thousands and two thousands.
1: Interesting, of the, of the fantasy pros' rank, on these, there's only two players in this of the of the guys that are post 300 that we have listed here that have a fantasy pros rank inside the top 300. Tommy Listella, 274 on fantasy pros, he's at 359 on Yahoo. Freaking deal. Uh, oh, actually, there's uh, I'm not going to count. There's a couple. I'm sorry, I'm not going to count Otani, um, Joey Votto, 292. That's a little tiny one. Colton Wong, 408, is his Yahoo 272 on fantasy pros. Everybody else is. Roughly right around three hundred. Mazar is in the four hundreds as far as fantasy pros rank, but there are massive deals to be had. And
2: I mean, Patino's at
1: fifteen ninety down there if you want to take a shot. Yeah, and and uh, whether you know, Jared
2: all of us, twenty forty seven uh, down here.
1: Whether you want, whether they adjust or not, I think a few of these will like. And there's no humanly possible way Andres will be one fifty uh, or fifteen twenty one. Those will change, but it still tells you there's always going to be absolute buried bangers at the end of Yahoo drafts. But they, for the most part, do a pretty good job of how they're ranking. This takes us to the last thing of the all over the place. So this isn't just one. This is where all the sites are not in agreement because these guys are wavering everywhere. This is the Carl's Jr. ranking the
2: Welsh because
1: if it doesn't get all over the place, it doesn't belong in your face. Mm -hmm. Right? (laughs) When's the last time you had Carl's Jr.? Um, 2019? whatever i think i went there one more time to get bags and i got a soda
2: and then it closed and so, then it
1: closed down. oh yeah. yeah during spring training of 2020 that was the infamous bag that the the story yep. we've told yeah okay so it's been about a full year just about it's been it's been all right well here is the carl's jr bag as you as you uh, aptly said guys that are all over the place. You can't pinpoint that they're a value. I mean, technically they show themselves as being a value for a spot or cost more for a spot. But you know, the, the idea with the others is like, wow, one is so drastically above the others and the other two are kind of close. You could go and say that Jordan Alvarez is very costly on Yahoo and you'd be right. And technically we probably could put this as a Yahoo value, but there's a couple of things. He's 52 overall. Probably also because he's an outfielder, but on ESPN, he's 79. And then on fan tracks, 93, they're all over the place. By the way, fantasy pros 56, there is a 40 plus swing between the lowest and highest of these. And I think that's pretty close to a trend. It looks like there's at least 30 or 40 spots between the high and the low, but you know, Alvarez is going to cost you more in Yahoo. As he should. You should pay more attention. He's an outfielder there. He's worth even more because of the position eligibility where you are stuck to DHing him in any other format.
2: Yeah, and that's actually the one that I didn't get right on the sheet. So, changing it to outfield uh, because I did go through the positions. You know, there may be one or two I missed on Yahoo because they're so different, but uh, I did label them for Yahoo as the the right positions.
1: And you might get some more position eligibility this year. It's possible if he Plays around, but, um, you know, getting healthier. I think he's a bounce-back guy. I talked about him on Fantasy Pros, but he's all over the place. Uh, Max Fried is another one. Check this one out. 54 on fan tracks, all the way down to 107 on ESPN. Right smack dab in the middle is Yahoo. His Fantasy Pros, also completely different than everybody else, 88. So he's got a 54, 77, 88, and 107 value across four different places. Okie doke.
2: This is, once again, a guy that had a tremendous 2020, and on fan tracks, because you can draft right after the season is over, you know, a lot of people have recency bias and all that stuff, so he shoots up boards. Also, his fantasy pro is high, you know, his highest rank is what he is ranked on fan tracks, so that's kind of crazy, 54 is his high on fantasy pros and 54 is his rank on fan tracks
1: yeah i mean that and that kind of shows you how you know develop that pushes this next guy is interesting because i really did change a little bit of a tune it's more about value not about the player in the ama that we did the live ama podcast where we did kind of these i presented you with these blind debates of some third baseman and Yamo Katana is at 68 on fan tracks is that right no yahoo
2: What's the purple? Uh, yeah, 68 is, uh, yeah, purple
1: is Yahoo. Purple's Yahoo. 68 on Yahoo. 81 on fan tracks, 100 on ESPN. 85 is a fa- uh, Fantasy Pro's value. I don't like the pay up. I like Moncada. I like the bounce back. I think COVID definitely played a role in, you know, what he was dealing with last year. I think there's stolen bases to be had with him. And I just believe in the bat, though. Did you see? There's like a music. Vi- he did like a music video.
2: Oh, Let that's going to move him down in my ranking. Sorry. I think yeah. in
1: the next secret show, which is probably going to come oh. this week, we listen to that. I, I haven't, mean, he- I haven't heard it. It's going to be all in Spanish, right? I mean, do well, okay, not understand better. it? Okay, Mather. Uh, it'll be fine. <laughs> okay, Kevin Mather will be fine. <laughs> oh, give me a break. Come on. <laughs> all I'm saying is you and I won't understand it. it doesn't, okay. It doesn't matter. I, we're not there to understand it. We're there for the imagery. I mean, to be fair, I didn't understand Trevor Bowers or Logan <laughs> health either. So there you go. There you go. Uh, I think it'll be great, and we can play those things without getting like you know uh, copyright stuff. So we will react. Uh, the the I the, can't wait till dude, he gets
2: a diamond in his head. That's the still
1: image wait. is just incredible. The, the still <laughs> image that I saw. It, 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 this isn't rap. This is love song. Y'all, Moncada. Yeah, Yo Amo right. That's, I think, what we're getting more of. Oh, is that more. what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's a little bit more of You that. know what? I think you should write a Yo
2: Amo song afterwards.
1: I, oh, yeah? In Spanish? Yeah, I I'll think be so, like, yeah. I'll be like, hola, everybody.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I saw that on uh, Twitter. So you, you said, uh, adios, uh, in, in quotations or whatever you said. That means goodbye if anyone was lost on this. And then someone underneath it said, uh Hey, your Spanish is getting better.
1: Holla. Holla. Yeah, I did have, I did own, by the way, during the time of this podcast, Seattle's Kevin Mather uh, CEO, he's gone. He's resigned because of how stupid he is. He literally resigned. Eagle. So I did do a tweet and I quote tweeted. If you're not getting it, there's like a little bit of space between when we started this part up and we recorded a little bit earlier. I quote tweeted pass, and I went, peace symbol, adios. And I said, it means goodbye, just in case that wasn't tremendously clear. And because he had said his, his language, his English wasn't uh, tremendous. So I did that. I mean, I'm not going to go viral because I never do, but, you know, it's not bad. Like at this moment, we got like, you know, about almost 100 uh, hearts or whatever. So uh, there you go. There's your Welsh doing something finally on Twitter, uh, which never really goes anywhere. Uh, Let's go to some more here. Eddie Rosario, 78 on ESPN, 151 on fan tracks, 123 on Yahoo, 94 on Fantasy Pros. That right there is the epitome of all over the damn place. Holy cow.
2: Yeah, I mean, th- this one is one of the more obvious ones. You know, yeah. I think I'd take like two passes looking over these before I uh put them up and this one was just insane. Patrick you
1: know? Corbin, another one of those guys I want to buy back into this year. I think he's just such a great uh, this was another Fantasy Pros conversation. Just a great buyback in especially if you if you wanted to get into Joe's like RPV and stuff, you want to talk about the value he has his potential SP three or four on the bounce back. 104 you're gonna to have to pay on fan tracks, which isn't, you know, great value, but it's still fine. 123 Fantasy Pros, 144 or 141 Yahoo, and 171 ESPN. I'll take I'll take all of them, to be frank, but every place besides fan tracks, you're just packing on the deal. What's yeah,
2: like? and this is a weird one with Fantrax because like I said before, who were we talking about a little bit earlier where I said, uh we, oh it was Max free. And uh, you know, coming off the twenty twenty season, he had such a good year, so he was way higher. This is kind of weird that Fantrax is high on Corbin as well, because he had such a bad year. Yeah. So he had to have been kind of low. But I think that is kind of dealing with the murkiness of pitching in, in this year too, uh, with all the injuries uh, in twenty twenty and the shortened season and everything, people went back more on fan tracks to guys they know than, yeah, I guess when you get a little bit later, then they did just take guys that had
1: great years. It's an oddity. It's kind of an oddity. The rest aren't eye-popping. Taylor Rogers all over the damn place. Yahoo 128, ESPN down to 206. The others in between, he doesn't have a starting closer role or confirmed starting role. So I'm very much against him right now. He he could definitely get some saves, but to pay 128 is asinine. Uh, Christian Vasquez, 155 on Yahoo, down to 198 on Fantrax. He's in between on the others. Tyler Molly 168 on Fantrax, 221 on ESPN, 182 on Yahoo, 189 on Fantasy Pros Jesus. Carlos Santana, 160. This is one of the biggest ones. This is a huge, massive one between ESPN and Yahoo. Actually, might be the biggest we've seen. 120 spot difference, 169. Nice, on ESPN for Carlos Santana. 286 on Yahoo, though... This can't be 100% right cuz you have a designation as Carlos Santana DH on Yahoo there's no way he's definitely a first baseman on Oh Yahoo.
2: yeah I'm sure he's a first, probably I I maybe I missed those DHs is what I did there but I wonder yeah, if he's, he's DH or first base. first
1: base on ESPN so but it doesn't matter he's 286 on Yahoo 195 on Fantasy Pros that's a huge one um this is the pitcher the infamous pitcherless one for me this is a guy that Will get. This is why he won't go away. Not that I've heard a single human being that watched PitchCon and like has had fun with me about this, but Nick Pollock and Miles over at Pitchless—they will not let me forget. And good, I will not let them forget if I'm completely right. I (laughs) absolutely est all over Dalton Var show getting picked on my blind team because it was just. I just don't like it because there's no guarantees now you know, foot in my mouth, if they're like, yeah, we're going to keep him on the roster and he's going to, you know, get the starting center field job. Then all of the like reasons are validated. But Steve Gilbert out here in Arizona, beat writer with Diamondbacks. He's going out so much to say, like, I don't think he makes the team. They don't think he makes the team because they've got, if they didn't have Steven vote, then they need him as a backup catcher. But they do have vote team leader. They want to keep him on there. There's not a guaranteed center field job. Ketel Marte, probably going to be the everyday center fielder, and they got LeCastro to fill that spot. I just don't see Varsho up in the first month or two. He'll get time this year, but it's not worth it. It's just not worth it at all. 170 on Yahoo, 260 on ESPN, and in the 200s on the other places. So that one is going to follow me this year for sure.
2: I think that VR uh, is like the next worst rank besides Varsho. And and VR still has like... Some appeal as a utility man just because he gets stolen bases. Varsho isn't doing that. Varsho was a, a good idea because it looked like he was going to be the starting center fielder for a little bit, and he qualifies a catcher.
1: Yeah. Like that was why everyone was drafting him. And if that Obviously, was if that was true, then like I said, bank it, take it to the bank. You're 100. Well, percent
2: 170 if, would make sense if that was true. You know what I mean? Yeah. That like a catcher that's going to play most days. That that would be a nice value.
1: But now we know he's probably not even going to make the cut. No, final I mean, hey, so, listen, they could cut vote in spring training and they could want to keep Varsho because he provides versatility with COVID uh, so, yeah, vote did. I mean, sure, he yeah. could get behind it. They may need the they may not need the leadership. There, there's lots of scenarios. My only problem is it's not cheap Pe- and people are drafting Varsho in the yahoo range like i see fantasy pros 237 uh espn 260 that's not where he's going that's just not where he's going and also i don't know you're going to play in most leagues like i just don't see the need to draft him as my first catcher especially where we did but i'm making i am probably making too big of a thing about it. of course he'll probably make the roster get 500 of bats and be the number 2 overall fantasy catcher and i'll eat my words whatever drew pomeranz uh, espn has really high 187 down to 236 on uh, 237 on yahoo trevor rosenthal has got over a 100 spot difference between Yahoo and ESPN, 178 to 297, and Aaron Hicks, 210 to 296. Friendos, those are your all-over-the-place players across all of these really weird setup for the season ranks that are, you know, they're definitely identifying players and values, and maybe there's not as many trends, but they've they've really all kind of set themselves apart, I think. And it's yeah. a, Yahoo has got their insane position eligibility. Like I was just going back to 2019 ESPN is in a different world on projections and fan tracks is dri- I think their score from a shortened season has driven their ADP in a way that I don't think is fantastic. So they're all in this really weird space that hopefully you are aware of. And hopefully you can take advantage of.
2: Yeah. And it's, you know, this year's rankings are as weird as anyone's. You know what I mean? I yeah. I feel like we're seeing higher uh, highs and lower lows on every single player this year uh, because of the shortened season in 2020, and it just continues on the actual sites themselves.
1: Yeah, I mean, we and we can talk to ourselves or talk about this process to are blue in the face, but you know, at the end of the day, self. self-
2: yeah, self. I really like this process.
1: We just got to get to the uh, end. Let's and keep it. I it's really. going to be fascinating to look at the results and compare 20 to 21 when it's all said and done. Uh, there are so many values. We may look at how silly we all were on both ends. We may look at, oh, look at how silly everyone was dropping all these players that struggled in a shortened season. Or what if everybody's vindicated? What if like 75% of the guys who underperformed in 2020 carried that over to 2021 i mean people will have their their um you know their heyday for out, yeah, yeah i guess so uh there you go that is ranks analysis the sheet is live right now on our patreon got to be a part of it uh on these i think the what do we do sergeant level or above or do you do all patrons uh, sergeant level and above. okay yeah that, and that's usually how a lot of those go sergeant level or above you can get access to this you can actually see the full mix sheet which we didn't go over but it's Everybody, like if you want to just, you know, scroll down, it's it's ranked by the fantasy pros rank, but you can go down and scroll and it'll tell you where everybody is. And then it's got each site. It's exactly what we use in our show sheet. So you want to check that out. That's a cool little extra with all the other stuff that we have going on. Hey, here's something that's going on this week and we want you guys to be ready for it. Baseball Pods is doing their baseball podcast tournament this week. And uh, well, it starts up this week. Last year, did okay. It was fine. Uh, Prospect 1 took a, a beat to RotoWire. I think, in round two, I think it was. And this league lasted two or three rounds. We did beat uh, Roto-World. We beat them so bad they changed their name last year. That's what <laughs> happened, Bugs. No, we, we, we barely beat them. Um, But we have Prospect 1 and in this league back in it. So make sure you are voting and vote often. I think we are in the, oh, I think... We're in the Bets and the Tatis Jr. division. So just be on the lookout. Follow Baseball Pods. Look for the tournament. Just make sure to support your boys. Support Prospect 1, which I don't think will go too, too long. But in this league has a chance to do some damage. So make sure you're uh, checking that out, voting for ITL, and uh, we will be very appreciative of it. We will be right. so vote or die. Vote or die, vote or die. More uh, important than the election, this vote. <laughs> yeah, right? implications even bigger than ever. Of bigger course. ever than before. Uh, The rest of the stuff, patreon.com slash ITLArmy. We were a little late on some of the videos from last week. My uh, interview with Eddie Almaguer for Prospect One, our draft that we did with Joe Pizzoppia, those are both finally up. You can check out those videos if you want to relive all of that action. Uncensored. On the Joe Pizza interview as well, so you could see all his beeps and stuff before he became super famous on Fantasy Pros, and he can't have that in public, you know. But we have all of those on our Patreon, plus all the other stuff. Ranks, new ranks are coming up in like a week, so you know if you want to wait a week, that's totally fine. You can subscribe at the beginning of March, but we've got all new ranks, all new stuff coming up. So make sure you subscribe, Patreon.com/slash Army. We got the Manscaped. Uh, this is you know we'll see if we're uh, back again to tell you about it next week if you guys signed up. So check it out, Manscaped. ITL MLB is a promo code. You know, the drill there. Bachman. that's it. I think in the next episode, we've got a mock draft on, what are we going to do? We'll go back to Yahoo. Uh, yeah, we can go back. to. We Yahoo. should, we should I do mean, somebody like soup. We should like go to the like clicky draft. We should really test our patience.
2: Pass. Yeah. Pass. I have no patience.
1: Oh, you don't want to go like to, what was it, MFL? Nope, no? Not happening. <laughs> nope.
2: Zero percent chance. Don't right. even start. We, we already have. Look, we, I'm down to do a lot of gags. I'll do mascots. I'll eat Carl's Jr. I'll walk on the treadmill. <laughs> We're not doing mocks on Clicky Draft. That ain't
1: <laughs> that's that's a bridge I, too far. I'll have people stay at
2: my apartment before we'll do Clicky Draft. That ain't happening.
1: Hey, Bachman's Bog, mouth to your ears. That is the truth. We'll go on Yahoo. I think let's uh, let's go back to a twelve. Let's do a twelve-team head-to-head. Want to get back to that? Done. Okay. Easy. We'll go twelve-team head-to-head, and that is going to lead us into our Hell Week. So next week, we will be going to a game and we will have that pre-recorded and we will have five straight episodes for you next week. So strap in. It's all ranks based. And then we are going to definitely have some episodes uh, for the listeners as well. The draft forum episodes might do them a little different this year and might do some live stream with guests on Patreon, similar to our AMA. So if you wanted to ask some of your favorite industry people plus us, even more reason to want to be a part of our Patreon so you can check those out. And we got your final draft prep. That's all coming up. And make sure you tuned in to the next episode we should have some info for you on any of the entry leagues al nl masters we might do one more and those will go pretty pretty quick so i know yeah, they and... info coming
2: out next week too
1: okay next week yeah next week okay i have to get that going quick too we're we gonna do slow drafts still
2: no they are out. they all got to be live drafts can't So we don't have to start them soon. They're all going to be at the end of March.
1: All right. So a lot of stuff there you guys to do. Thank you guys as always. Vote or die. And we will see you in the next episode. ITL out. Bye-bye. See ya.
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?